Hello everyone, this is West, one half of the High Rollers, and we're here with a special segment of the High Rollers today. Um, this is after all the news, most likely, but we're talking uh, to Lauren, who is now, or was, but now is, again, an admin of Black Coast Society, and obviously we're meeting up for Juneteenth now. Unfortunately, you will not be there this time, but... Lauren, no. <laughs> please introduce yourself. I do yourself. apologize. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, as much as I would love to be there, I unfortunately have, well, I wouldn't say unfortunate, but some priorities that I have to take care of first. Uh, so I do apologize, but I am Lauren. Uh, I am one of the admin team members with uh, BCS, and I'm definitely happy to be here. I'm glad you, you know, asked and reached out for me to talk and, you know, talk your brain off. <laughs> yes, uh, I mean... This is going to be a smaller segment because honestly, generally when we have guests, we have them on for the whole cast, but this was kind of last minute and with everything, communications, we're trying to make it work how we can, but I'm just happy you were able to even have this talk as it is so I can even put this on. So I really yeah, appreciate absolutely. that. Um, absolutely. Here to support always. Mm-hmm. But So I guess we'll start off while I ask every guest, how did you even get into this silly little hobby of coaster enthusiasm? <laughs> well, um, so I'll be honest, I am 32 and I have been riding coasters since I was eight years old. And it was actually a funny story. I was kind of tricked into riding my first roller coaster. So <clears throat> um, my mom and my grandmother, my late grandmother, were really, really big on traveling. Um, my mom still is. She's a travel agent now. <clears throat> so that just goes to show. Mm -hmm. But uh, anytime that we would travel, they would always love to do things like amusement parks. And so there was, I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio. So they had uh, what was now, it's no longer there, but it was called Geauga Lake. Mm. And it was an amusement park. And um, in 1997, when I was seven years old, my mom took me out there and we're standing in line for the double loop coaster. I think it was wow. like Arrow. I don't know. Aerodynamics, it must have been something like that. That's Super crazy. <laughs> and she gets in and I, you know, walk past and I hop in the seat and hop right back out because I was going to the exit. And she's like, oh, wait, you're not going to ride? And I'm like, no. What, <laughs> what made you think I was? <laughs> she was just like, well, you can't be scared of roller coasters all your life. And I was like, no, I, I'm not doing this. This is crazy. This is a path to destruction. You're crazy. And she was like, well, when are you going to ride your first coaster? And I was like, I'll ride it when I'm eight. And she was like, okay, I'm going to hold you to that. And I didn't think anything of it. So of course. As a kid, went, you're like, oh, I'm not going to think anything of that. Eight comes exactly. so fast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then fast forward to the next year, we're back in line for the same coaster. And she goes, hey, you said when you were eight, you were going to ride this. And you're eight now, so you have to ride it. And as a kid... You know, I felt like if I didn't, I would be a liar. And that was like mm -hmm. the worst thing in the world to me. So here I am probably like maybe at eight years old, maybe 80 pounds, scared to death <laughs> um, to get on. But I finally got on and um, it was funny because I thought that my mom was going to be right next to me. She wasn't. She told my cousin to ride with me, which made me even more scared because I was like, I was leading. I was being fully blindly led into this death trap with you as my mom <laughs> and you give me my cousin to ride with so we're going up the hill my whole body is shaking like literally shaking mm -hmm. 
and we go down the first drop and I was like okay that's not bad but I was scared for the loops I was like that is just it's gonna be treacherous and went through the first loop and I immediately felt a sense of calmness and like Hmm. like euphoria I was like oh my gosh I've never felt this before and this is awesome and ever since then I have been riding coasters like crack honestly that's crazy. <laughs> so that's pretty much where it started from. Um, that's where it kind of derived. And there have been coasters, you know, that I've been scared of riding, but I was like, okay, if I see a little child riding it and they're smaller than me, I can't be a punk. So that's what <laughs> kept me riding them. <laughs> so now it's just like full fledged. I don't I don't care what it is. Yeah, that's how I used to be too. I'd be like, Man, if if the kids around my age are getting on this, why can't or even younger? <laughs> Like, my, my nephew at the time was getting on stuff that I'm like, okay. Granted, he was, like, a brother to be. Five-year difference. Uh-huh. But still, <laughs> I, that, that, that makes it worse. It's like, I got I to exactly. show up, you know? I might, you can't be showing up the uncle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, that, that's, yeah, I was, I feel like I have never heard of a story of someone that was excited on their first ride. <laughs> like, I feel like that would be odd. You know what? I feel like my niece Emery is actually going to be that way. She's been basically excited to ride everything, but we'll see when she gets awesome. on her first big chain lift that is in Woodstock Express. Oh uh, Jesus! <laughs> yeah, uh, she is. She's getting. To, she's turning six this year, so. Okay, that's, awesome. Yeah, that's going to be. I mean, hey, she might surprise you. She might like. I mean, really, really enjoy it. Right now, she has been riding almost playing Snoopy is boring her at the moment. So. Um, <laughs> Oh, she's, uh, so she's ready for him. <laughs> I mean, like I said, you got to start him young, but she is the youngest to <laughs> by far. Like she, all I'm saying, I, I was a chicken and she is uh she's a full on, full on trooper <laughs> comparison to me. Oh <laughs> uh, man. So I, I guess. I love that though. I love to see it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Especially <laughs> now I've been noticing just in general, like there are just younger enthusiasts. Like I heard. <laughs> enthusiasts i swear they had to be maybe just next year they were probably going to have their first year in middle school and they were talking about the manufacturers and all and the different ride models and i'm like what when i was doing this i was a nerd in school when i try to talk to my friends like this <laughs> so i just think it's cool that i knew the semantics of it until i was at least like 1920 when i first like started looking into the manufacturers and the physics of you know, like the scientific portion of coasters. So that's that's crazy to see. Yeah. It's crazy to see for, for I mean, so I'm going to ask you this. Have you ever had a physics day? I have, and we did that at Geauga Lake. <laughs> Funny to say. So my schools just sucked. Okay, I just need to make sure <laughs> that that was just confirmed because I have been going to – I went to the parks this year and seeing all these kids making their own coasters and getting, like, rewards on them and then able to enjoy the ride later that day. I'm like – I would have been an engineer myself if I <laughs> if I would have started like this is all I would have said, you know. So I'm sorry to say that that sounds like a sucky school, man. I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> all you got to look up is Princeville and look up Cal Pi High, and uh, that's, that says enough. I'm gonna petition. I'm gonna petition that they start that sometime soon because that's ridiculous. No, I think they have now because my nieces and nephews were talking about it about how they're going. Mm. I'm like, wow. So, okay. <laughs> I just, I would just, you know, I just no. missed that cool era. It's all cool. Good thing. <laughs> so, I guess, how did you find BCS? Who who came to you, or did you come to them, or 
How so, did it start for you? Crazy thing is that uh, BCS actually found me. <laughs> so mm-hmm. okay. um, before I became a member of BCS, I truly and utterly did not know that there was such a larger group of African-Americans that were um, coaster enthusiasts. I had been going through my entire like 20s and early, well, late teenage years, believing that I was just a nerd for coaster. (laughs) That's uh, kind of how it goes. (laughs) Yeah, it was the weirdest thing um, because I just knew so much and it was way more than than what it would be. So when I found, well, when BCS found me, um, I had only found coaster groups maybe about five months beforehand. So it was still all kind of new to me mm-hmm. as far as like a community of Thuzies. Um, so there was a member that reached out. I don't believe he's a member anymore. <clears throat> um, but he reached out and he said, hey, there's this group called the Black Coaster Society. And it's full of African-American enthusiasts. Would you like to be a part? And I was like, hell yeah, like, absolutely. So, <laughs> um they added me in the group and i knew the founder well didn't know him personally but knew him from one of the coaster groups that i was already in uh rel <clears throat> and he was like mm. oh hey i know you you're in this group and i was like oh yeah so it kind of helped me move into the group a little bit more faster because i didn't feel so just like overwhelmed with a bunch of people i had no idea who they were didn't know right like conversations back and forth about coasters and whatnot so um yeah that's pretty much how it started and i i have i'll be honest with you bcs is literally like like family bcs is just growing with with everyone the video chats that we have all the time it really allows you to to learn about the people. We're all from different walks of life, different parts of the United States, all over the world, pretty much. I mean, we've had members that have lived out in China, in Japan, out wow. in Europe, Australia. Um, <clears throat> so when I say like different walks of life, I definitely mean different walks of life. And we all just come together and have the same love and passion and appreciation for coasters. And not just that, you know, we kind of, we kind of learned a little bit about everyone's lives too. Like we have a boxer that's in the group. Yes. Um, no, shout out to Keith, Keith, by the way. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Number one middleweight in the U.S. Yeah. right now. That's not for, like that's. So uh, proud. Of him. So yeah. proud. As <laughs> I, I say, we got a bodyguard in Atlanta when we meet up in June. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm like, geez. Y'all be great. Y'all be good to go. <laughs> I was like, I ain't even pressed anymore. All right. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, ever since I've known him, he's won every single match. Yeah, twenty eight and three. Match. Yeah, that's that's no slouch record. And apparently, he gave the first loss to his last uh, opponent, which now he is the number one middleweight. So congratulations <laughs> to Keith. Like that's so Absolutely. awesome. So proud of you. But yeah, that's like the stories. Like that's the type of people you wouldn't even know who are also into coasters as well. And I think that's what's the cool thing. So cool about Black Coaster Society was. And the, what makes it unique is, like, a lot of Coast I'm in a few, and there mm-hmm. are voice chats, and they're a pretty homie, but the way that Black Coast Society is, is not like no other. Like, we voice chat, we talk every single day, like, we literally know and keep up with what's, you know, we keep each other's heads up, like, you know, keep going with what you're doing, even though it's rough. It's a family, and I really don't know any other coaster groups like that that are that close knit so i just really find it very absolutely. very absolutely. very close and wholesome <laughs> i appreciate it i appreciate <laughs> I, you guys so 
I agree with you. I feel like BCS has definitely helped um, a lot of members through, you know, different trials and tribulations in their lives. I will say that, you know, I've had a bout of depression. BCS was there. They were helpful. And they didn't even have to do anything out of the ordinary to be helpful. Mm -hmm. They were being themselves. And that's all it that's all I needed was just, you know, a break away from the reality that I was going through that was negative at the time. And I feel like it does that for a lot of other people too. And so BCS is definitely family. And, you know, from the outside looking in, I think a lot of people would, you know, you would explain it to someone else and they're just like, oh, that seems kind of weird, you know, but mm -hmm. um, you, you really can't, I can't describe it. You would have to really experience it to to know what we mean when we say that bcs is a family so yeah because I, I remember at first because i met them i met will and snooks outside of bush gardens williamsburg and i knew they were enthusiasts because i heard snooks voice just talk about <laughs> no 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 i305 is better than fury blah 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 blah. i'm like all right let me uh <laughs> i was literally walking out I'm like you know what let me just let me get some talking in real quick let me get some because you already know me i'm already ready to throw in some shit at the fan anyway with opinions so <laughs> but then yeah what was there and what was probably the biggest marketer in person for it you know he will give the rundown and everything about bcs oh yeah he is bcs all the way <laughs> uh yeah he, he he has this bas uh, baseball jersey when he wore at the grizzly ert i we all need a cop we all need a cop yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah i asked him where he got that from because i was like yeah i need one he apparently said parts. amazon he can just make it on Amazon. He did. He did. He showed me the link and everything. Um, I think we were still trying to get like some things worked up to see how we were, we would be able to present it to the guests, uh, present it to the members. But I'm really, really excited for those. They look dope. I loved how it looked on him. Yes. You know, because when you see a picture of it versus it actually being on someone, it could be two different things. But it looks amazing, so I'm I'm really I'm really excited to see see that come to fruition. So be on the lookout. <laughs> no, be on the lookout for that, uh, for mm -hmm. sure. And man, what is the, what exactly do you think the importance of this Juneteenth meetup is? This is the second annual, so this is uh, so they've been around. BCS has been around, man. Black Coast Society. How many years has it been exactly? So it's been a little over two years. <clears throat> um, BCS, I am, I came maybe around, so it was June, I came around August of the first year, <clears throat> so about two months after its its creation, and um, I would say the importance, I think there's two different things that are really important about the Juneteenth meetup, and I'm glad that we do it around that time frame. <clears throat> One, the importance of BCS and what it stands for, our motto, um, what we plan to embody and what we want to put out into the world. <clears throat> so to be transparent, one of the main reasons why BCS was created is because, like I said, you know, this is a smaller community as enthusiasts, um, but I do believe that we have a lot of members who have, you know, been in other communities like Facebook communities or groups and they felt as though they really didn't have much of a place or kind of like they didn't belong. And mm -hmm. so the idea came up and I think that it was just a joke at first, like, oh, well, why don't we just create our own, like, you know, group for black people? And that's really how it kind of, how it kind of started off, but it came to fruition. And 
the one thing that I do want to say about BCS is even though it is it is founded on Black Coastal Society and it does gear towards you know African Americans and minorities of color, um, this is for everybody. Yes, yeah. <clears throat> but we do have an emphasis on the Black community and like I said, people of color. Um, we don't shy away from anybody that wants to be a part of this group, <clears throat> uh, but we do we do just want to highlight. Um, a lot of our community as much as we possibly can. Uh, we want to be able to, over time, create memberships. <clears throat> we want to be able to do events. We want to be able to hold events. We want to be able to um, have like a BCS children's group that's a little oh, wow. <clears throat> a little separate, but kind of like an entity. Yeah, we've been talking about a couple different things uh, to implement. Um, having, you know, physics days where we explain <clears throat> the science behind it. We think that that's a really big focus. Um, a lot of children love science. And oh, yeah. We, like, we were just talking about, like, how yeah. I would have been an engineer probably if I had a <laughs> physics day myself. So absolutely. I love science. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or as absolutely. a kid, I love it more. But, yeah, you, you, they are more, much more, you have that passion as a kid. You know, of course. So, and then even those hyper fixations of like, and it could be coasters, it could be physics. So yeah, that's mm -hmm. that's really awesome to think too. I didn't even know yeah. about potentially all of that. That's really cool. Absolutely. And then I think the second thing is, um, you know, with Juneteenth, we always hear about it, but not too many people really know what Juneteenth is and what it means and the story behind it. <clears throat> um, you know, we have a different Independence Day than of the United States. Mm -hmm. And I think that it is imperative to learn about that day. So, you know, yes, we do go and meet up and ride coasters, but Juneteenth means more than just that. It's, it's about unity. It's about learning about our past so that we can grow, <clears throat> educate ourselves for the future um, and just move forward progressively. So um, I think that that's another important thing, and that's the reason why I love that we do Juneteenth. I hate that I have not been able to to, <laughs> to come. <laughs> I also hate it because we have talked so much over the video calls, yeah. and I'm going to be meeting so many people, and I still am not going to be able to see you, Lord. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm so, so upset about that. <laughs> I'm so very sorry. I promise. I promise. I will definitely be making a trip sometime soon. Um, but I just want everybody to know that I'm still here for support. If y'all need anything, just think of me as like a secretary, Lauren, for the time. <laughs> secretary of Black Coast Society. I mean, that has, that's, exactly. that's a title. That, that's a title. <laughs> I would get that on my desk, honestly. Uh, I wish I could. I might get a plaque. <laughs> oh, man. But yes, like I, the importance of celebrating our independence, you know, different Probably, like I said, it's history, and the fact that we are celebrating it now, uh, in American holidays, mm -hmm. I, even though, obviously, uh, you will have some, and we're the type of cats to say this, we have some two flags, or woke, that will, uh, say it's, uh, wrong, <laughs> but, uh, you know, we, obviously, it's, it's, it's important to highlight every sort of aspects of different people. And you're listening to, uh, in case you guys didn't know, and you never seen my face for some reason, even though I put it on every thumbnail, I am <laughs> melanin colored. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, oh, we 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 posting all about it uh, on my on my Instagram, 
uh, Black Coast Society. I think it's now open, not privated anymore on Instagram too. So you should be so. seeing that as well. Cause I'll be able to actually share the stories now. I'm so happy. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. I love that. <laughs> um, so yes, like and follow people. Uh, so now we're going to end it off with just some fun stuff. Okay. What are your favorite coasters? We'll just, we'll just go, we'll start off with favorite coasters here. Ooh. Okay. So say if you had off, a top five or top three, or you can just bullet actually, all of them. Let me, let me, let me pull up the list. Cause you know, every enthusi has a list. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Do you have all an Excel right, so. sheet or how do, how do you document yours? Do you, uh, do you use a Excel sheet? Do you use Notes app on your phone or? Actually, I've just started using the Notes app because my coaster count, oh man, it, it pisses me off. It's at 99. <laughs> <laughs> it would be at 100, but unfortunately, too many things were not in operation when so, I went out to Cali. So, so what are you, so, so where are you residing out now? So I am in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Oh, okay. Hence the reason why my coast account is so low. <laughs> so what are you thinking about making your 100? So um, I would have loved to have made X2. Mm, that would have been perfect. My 100. But unfortunately, I know that would have been awesome. Um, if I had to choose, it would probably be Wildcat. I'm trying to make it out to Hershey. I've never been. Okay. I'd love to go. I hear great things about it. But if it's not that, I feel like you've influenced me over the past couple of weeks. I would definitely <laughs> want to get out to Holiday World. <laughs> well, Voyage being your number one would be... <laughs> hey, <laughs> that is a number one. Or that is a 100 you will never forget. And potentially a number one. But... Uh yeah, if you Absolutely. guys you guys have already Absolutely. heard us talk about Voyage too much in the cast before, I, I just can't anymore. <laughs> I, just, I, I just can't. I got you. I got you. But yeah, yeah okay. that would be. Uh, honestly, Atlanta ain't too far either. You can just go up to Fun Spot and make uh, Air Force One. That ah, you know real what? Quick too. That is true. That is true. It's only an eight-hour drive, and not too bad to get to 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 fly out there. So. I might, I might put that on the roster. I might put that on the roster. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I guess your that. favorites <laughs> coasters now. <laughs> so let's see. So I do have, I do have a top ten. So all right. My first is, whew, man, this is kind of hard going back and forth between the first and second. My first is Velocicoaster. Good choice. Very good choice. Velocicoaster is just, I, I literally cried after I got off of it. Oh. I, that was a, I, I mean, it is an experience. The whole thing. It is. It is. And I'm a thug, so that so that says a lot that I cried. Um, <laughs> um, it was amazing. I mean, it's been over 20 years since the last time I had went to Universal. Oh, and yeah. it was very nostalgic because my first time going was with my late grandmother. Um, so I think, I think it was just an emotional day all around. But just being there, seeing the theming of, you know, like their Jurassic World uh, part of the park, uh, Harry Potter World as well. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. <clears throat> um, the queue line, all of the animatronics, the theatrics, it was amazing. The laterals, the G-forces, <laughs> um, the... It, what do they call it? Is it a Montosaurus roll? Oh, Is the Mosasaurus roll. There we go. There we go. I can never Oof. pronounce Sorry. <laughs> no, that 
element is out of this world. <laughs> yes, like out of body experience. Every time I was on there, I just felt like I wasn't in my body. I was just like, oh gosh, if I die, I'm dying. Uh, both spiritually the- and physically, because my God. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yes, that is definitely number one for me. Number two, oh, Iron Gwazi. Oof. Really good. That, that was my number one until Voyage, but that ride is absolutely out of this. Oh my god, I it's love Guazi. Amazing. There's no break run. There's no. There's mm-hmm. no like catching up. There's mm-hmm. nothing to gather yourself. It's just straight, just bull the entire time. I think. I think it's the best paced ride in the world potentially. Like it's. I would agree with you. It literally is ball to the wall. Possible. Zero to eleven. As soon as you drop from the chain lift, I, I can't wait until they do what they did at Iron Rattler, and just say, "Hey, we don't want to slow down the chain lift anymore," and it goes even mm-hmm. faster. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Iron Rattler is a pretty, one, uh, pretty nice one too. I can't lie; it's one of my, oh, yeah. one of my favorites. <clears throat> um, funny story about Guazi. We went for Passholder Day. It was actually oh, it was my first BCS meetup. I was with. Rel, Keith, and Ben, um, who at this moment I don't believe is a member anymore. Um, but they told us, they were like, oh, yeah, uh, pass holder preview starts at 12. And I think we got there at 10. And we were like, okay, I guess we'll just try, you know, other stuff until we get there. And as we were walking, we hear Guazi and we see it. And we're like, mm-hmm. are they testing or something? <clears throat> and we walk past and we, we see that on the wave turn that they had, there's people. You could see people. And I was like, oh, snap, it's running. And the next thing I know, I turn over and I look, and Keith is beelining it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, full-fledged, full, like, fast as hell. He was gone to the queue line. I was like, wait, Keith, wait for us. <laughs> I mean, for me, I would have been a Batman moment where you turn around <laughs> and I would have been gone. You wouldn't have even seen me. I would have already been in the station. <laughs> I would have been on the next train. It was hilarious. He was out of there. We rolled it at least like eight times that day. It was pure magic. It really was. So, yes, Iron Gwazi is definitely number two. Number three is, oh, man, X2. Oof, that is a huge bucket list coaster for me. Mm. Probably one of the biggest ones in the U.S. right now, honestly. So you haven't ridden X2? No, Southern California is either the end of this summer or next year, one of the first trips. So Okay. Awesome. Uh, super excited to get to it. I hear nothing, at least from the people I talk to, that mm-hmm. it's essentially world class. Like because nothing like it. I can't I can't begin to describe to you the amount of just sheer and utter chaos this <laughs> rock provides. It I it was down when I went. I went in January of this year and throughout the entire week i went on a saturday and it was down from like wednesday through and then it was so funny because snooks actually sent me a a screenshot of somebody in like roller coaster appreciation uh group and they were like hey my brother works on x2 and they said it'll be up and running today and i'm like are they really gonna like is it really gonna happen are these people (laughs) just talk talk and i'm checking queue lines i'm checking queue times on online and it said that it was open and I was literally like, I went there with my dad. And I was like, Dad, you got to 
eat your food or throw it away. We got to get to the other side of the park right now. And he's like, what is the problem? I'm like, hey, so <laughs> and as soon as I said, other people heard. And so they started running. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Y'all not getting it before I do. <laughs> and so we like ran. And I don't know if you know, Wes, but like <laughs> Six Flags Magic Mountain is it's hilly, definitely. Right? It's yes. It is. <laughs> I don't know how I got there as quick as I did, but I got there. It was and, X2 calling you. Yeah, it really <laughs> was. And I mean, there's not a ride. Like, I've been on I've been on a lot of coasters. I've been on a lot of rides. And I don't get that, that sensation of fear anymore. Mm-hmm. When I got, before the ride even started, once they locked me in, because you know they have those weird restraints. Once they locked me in, I was like, oh, lord (laughs) i am terrified because i don't know what to expect and so proud of my dad he got on it with me my dad's like he just turned 50 so i commend him for getting (laughs) on but going up that hill you can't see anything you can't see in front of you and then the dip before you actually get to the hill and then oh man it just drops you on your head it is just it's crazy it is absolutely crazy absolutely crazy I can't describe it any other way. Yeah, I just hear literally it's unlike any other coaster ever. Because literally, <laughs> like, it is. Like, they, it, the seats rotate. Like, your wing seats, it's an out-of-control out of, out of control experience. So, it's, it's like... Chaos. That sounds it like an easy chaos. top five for me. Uh, oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> if it's not up there, like, then something is wrong with you. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, number four is a Wonder Woman Golden Lasso Coaster. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Interesting. When was the last time you've wrote it? So last time I wrote it was 2019. Okay. 2019. Yeah. Um, sucks because pretty much every time that I go out there, it's got technical difficulties. Yeah. And apparently <clears throat> right now it's running. Mm. It's running rough. It, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, I keep um, hearing that it's a it's a rough ride. Now. Shoutouts to the GOAT, Jeffrey Siebert, though, because he has said next year they will be starting the enhancements to uh, basically fix that issue. So, Honestly, that is a thing. Yes. Uh, he, okay. he, it was part of his whole roadmap. What park president puts out a roadmap? Jeffrey Siebert, because he's the GOAT and actually cares. I love it. I love it. I heard rumors about it, but I wasn't sure. So to hear this news right now is amazing because yep. my first time riding it, smooth like butter. Yeah, I mean it's very whippy though. Yeah, I, I hear it's entire, one of the most like you're gonna intense. Be flung from your sleep, from your seat, it is. I mean, it is literally a lasso. Like you, you feel like you are just being whipped around. If it was not for those restraints, you're out of there. <laughs> like out of. You're there. at the entrance of the park. Definitely you're, somewhere, somewhere. You're not over in that. the quarry, like. <laughs> And it's so aesthetically pleasing too, like the colors. It, I mean, every time I see it on a video, it just looks like a toy, like a like a model. Like someone put in the best way possible, yeah. It looks like <laughs> a toy because it looks like Absolutely. a it looks like a big nano coaster, yeah, like a, a li- actual life size nano coaster. Definitely, my first time seeing it, I was like, oh, that's nice. Oh, it's real. They're <laughs> those are human. It's on there. Awesome. I've got to ride it, and literally ended up riding it the same year. Uh, so yeah, it's 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 intense. I love intensity when it comes to coasters. I'm a huge mm-hmm. intimate fan. Yes, <laughs> intimate on the right side of the park, <laughs> right side of the right side of the manufacturers. There, absolutely. I like to hear. 
And then I would say my fifth, um, I have to I have to put this on here. <sighs> Mystic Timbers. Whoa. Yeah. Now, I do know people have that very high. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now that is one of the only holes of King's Island I'm missing is Mystic and uh, Orion because I haven't been since 2013. Or excuse uh, me, 2014. Okay. Uh, okay. So, yeah, Banshee was the last edition that I have written there. Okay. Uh, okay. Which I enjoyed it when I when I wrote it. I thought it was pretty good. But Mystic and I know Orion will probably obviously be uh, better than those. Specifically Mystic Timbers because uh, mm-hmm. you know I'm a, you know I love my woodies. Absolutely, and GCI does it right. Oh, so after writing Thunderhead too, oof. man, I, I need to I try Mystic. So much about Thunderhead, I I, I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> like I'm not like. I guess I still think of Thunderhead, even though I just went to Holiday World, and I wrote all those woodies. So that that puts mm-hmm. in perspective how good Thunderhead actually is still. Ah, so it's still in a brain. So yep, that yeah. that just solidifies it. I gotta make it out there. <laughs> I mean, like I said, Lightning Rod will randomly have a stroke and like break down five to six times a day, or just not open. Not but a uh, the next day, it might be okay and work the whole day because that's literally what happened with us and like the the first day it was fine the, the two days being what went after or, or the first day it was absolutely not fine sorry the two days um, after yeah. it was completely fine like no breakdowns at all so yeah that's crazy uh, lightning rod is so bipolar it is the uh it's the new volcano um <laughs> i say us so, and i say that as globe like in the country in the state it's Pantheon because that thing will go down if the bra oh, operator no. sneezes. At the, oh, <laughs> if he sneezes, that the thing. Oh, sorry. Uh, oh, there's too much wind, too much gusts. Yeah, we gotta uh, we gotta wait. Like I quit for today. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, it it is bad this year. It's Dang, yeah. But okay. uh, yeah, continuing on, continuing on. Mhm, mhm. So yep, that is definitely my top five. All right. Um, I really wanted to throw tattoo in there. Because, oh, all right. That yeah, t- Tatsu and uh, Mystic Timbers kind of tied for my fifth right now, <clears throat> to be honest. Um, I am such a huge fan of being in Flyers. My first time, my first time riding one was Manta SeaWorld. I love Manta. <laughs> um, yes, I was. I didn't know what to expect. You know, I have been on a, a Flying Dutchman before, but my last time riding it, I was like nine. So it's been so long since I've had that experience. I really didn't know what to expect. Um, but as soon as we got through like one fourth of the pretzel roll, I was like, Oh yeah, this is my favorite inversion, favorite inversion. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> At first it was an Emmelman. Now it's pretzel roll. I love it. I don't see how people don't, I can see it can be kind of like, what's the word? <clears throat> Anxiety inducing, I guess. <laughs> I'm not sure. But I love it. Um, Tatsu is so scenic. Yes. Um, it literally just looks like you're flying through the trees. It's riding it at like sunset is just gorgeous. It's such a beautiful coaster all through and through. And if you ride it at night, it's scary as hell. Um, I I was scared. I was literally scared for my life. I felt like I was going to fall out. I felt like it was just pushing me down like to the to the ground like gravity was just like come here and i'm like no it was crazy so tatsu definitely um that's the best being a fly i've ever i've ever written thus far man 
I can't wait to see your reaction to Flying Dinosaur in Universal Studios Japan. I would love, I would love, I can't wait. Um, we're planning on going to Japan for my honeymoon, but I know that there's like four different parks that I want to go to, and I know we can't yeah. go to parks the entire time. And <laughs> all of them are bucketless parks, too. It's know, like, how do you decide? Part. For me, I think I would have to bite the bullet and go wherever Hakuge is, which I think that is a. That's a Nagashima. Nagashima, yes. yeah. Spot yeah. That ride, it looks like the prettiest RMC in the world. It's oh, it just, is. It that blue is just is a humongous. Oh, Chef's yeah. kiss, top tier. Definitely, uh, yeah. and it looks amazing too. I, f- I feel like when it lo- when I feel like the POVs don't do rides justice. Sometimes. Oh, they really don't. I, the more I'm riding, especially after these last two years, they mm-hmm. really do not. They uh-uh. my vo- I looked at Voyage's POV. Just recently, because my sister wanted to know just before, like, because we were all here for Father's Day, and she's, oh, let me show you Voyage. I'm like, I don't even want to show you the POV, because you're not, you're gonna, this is <laughs> underwhelming compared to what it actually is. Like, I, like, even in Terminator 305, for example, like, you oh, can show them that POV, but you're not feeling the whip or the gray out. <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. Uh, yeah, it really doesn't know justice. I I completely understand what you're I, about. I do about. think though, you can kind of like if you've ridden enough, you can assume certain forces. So I guess that yeah. happens. But a lot of times they're like they do the POVs when it's running at its worst state. So yeah, mm. like at least when yeah, it's like, like the, in the morning, possibly. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I feel like a Guazi's POV now. It is yeah. so like. They, they even show it in the station, and it's hilarious, because it'll be like, they'll show the POV getting ready, like, this amount of inversions, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, <laughs> the ride is going at least a mile or two miles per hour than what, like, this yes. show right now. <laughs> uh, it's just really funny. Granted, that's an RMC problem. Not even a problem, mm. quote-unquote, because their pacing looks cartoonish on their rides. <laughs> but, yeah. It can. <laughs> it definitely can. Uh, so, what's your favorite parks? Yeah, what are some of your favorite Ooh. places if you were to go to right now and decide to have a great time rides some coasters where would you go so <clears throat> i would definitely say my my top three parks that i've ever been to definitely cedar point king's island really good choice mm. um is fantastic. six flags fiesta texas the most aesthetically pleasing park i've been to thus far i cannot I wait to get back how there they decorated it oh man it's so gorgeous. like especially with how jeffrey siebert has just been Yes. He truly yes. loves the park. Like seeing a president do that, it's like it's almost like seeing Willy Wonka, like like making <laughs> like things happen. I don't know how to describe the Willy Wonka it. posters. Like like the, the good, all the good stuff about Willy Wonka, right? Because because if you look yes. at all those movies, yeah, he's he's Willy Wonka's weird guy, but all the great, <laughs> all the great stuff about Willy Wonka, like the the fantastic exactly. seeing things happen in the park. It's just great. It's like seeing Roller Coaster Tycoon, Willy Wonka happen. Yes, and I'm 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 glad because you know parks like that, <clears throat> like Six Flags Fiesta Texas, um, they need they need that love, they need that passion, they yes. need they need that care, um, because it is such a beautiful park. I want to stay like that. I, I mean, want it, to get better. It almost know? doesn't even feel like a Six Flags park. It point. doesn't. It really it really has that like Hispanic influence on it, mm-hmm. and I love that about it. And I love that. Being I love the decor, part San Antonio food. or San Antonian, I guess. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I really, really, that's one of the reasons I love that aesthetic as well. Like, being a part of, oh, oh uh, it's so good. 
<laughs> definitely. This is generally pretty. Uh, it, it gets the Spanish culture and the Mexican culture in there very well. Oh, along yeah. with the Texan culture, because that's really what San Antonio is. It's it was where the Alamo was fought. Uh, for all of that stuff, it, it's it's a very historical place. The riverfront's cool. Uh, if you guys have, if no one's been there as well, or the Riverwalk. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, Riverwalk's amazing. <clears throat> Went there for my first anniversary. Loved it. <clears throat> um, definitely drink water when you're out there. If you go in the summertime, <laughs> almost passed out in 170 degree heat was not fun. <laughs> I just checked today. It was 101. I'm like, we're back. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm like, we are back. And the thing yeah, is, I went, to, I went to their Sea World out there thinking I could, you know, just ride their four coasters within like two hours and be good. No, drink water all the time. <laughs> and the thing is, it's funny because I, I think it's because, and I'm not even from there, but when I go mm-hmm. out there, I can take the heat there better than here in Virginia, because mm. Virginia it'll get it's basically so it'll be a hundred, hundred and ten in Texas, but it'll be ninety to a hundred here in Virginia, mm-hmm. but it's humid. Yes. So it's just, it's like you're swimming. It's like you're, there's no winning. Like, it's like it's you walk outside, you immediately, there. you're sweating, but you're not sweating. Like, <laughs> it's oh, no, just I so exactly. humid. <laughs> uh, I mean, you, you're, you're in Louisiana. You already know about humidity. Oh, like, yeah. Gotta... This is like humidity central. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's, it's like, it feels like the air is literally trying to suffocate you as soon as you walk outside. Yeah, so. it feels like you're being waterboarded some days. Yeah, uh, pretty much. <laughs> It's not fun. Uh, so and, any but, other hey, points? It's summer, and then it's so funny because it's just a date over. Mm-hmm. It's such dry heat. It's it's such a weird, you know, weird combination. Uh, any other parks that come to your mind, though? Um, I would say Six Flags Magic Mountain. Oh yes. It's it's just right in the mountains. It's gorgeous. Um, also, <clears throat> SeaWorld Orlando. Um, I've been to, I've had the pleasure hmm. uh, and the blessing of being able to attend every SeaWorld park in the United States, even SeaWorld, Ohio. Oh, wow. Okay. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, that was a gorgeous one too. Um, but I think that the the most pleasing one to me is definitely SeaWorld Orlando. Um, it's a gorgeous park through and through. I think it's I the think original, it, right? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, I say that as one of the, because me and my boy RC, who also runs the cast, the other half of this, we have our opinions on SeaWorld Orlando just because we like the thrilling rides that try to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and really, they only ride, and even Mako doesn't try to do that necessarily. Um, but for me, when I went last time, when I just strolled and took my time, you know, Got a beer at some of the bars. I that was the best time I ever had at SeaWorld, and because I was Definitely. taking my time and I was strolling around, you know, just taking in all the vibes. Maybe I saw some stingrays, you know. I saw some penguins every now and then too. Got on Mako. That's how you're supposed to experience those parks, in my opinion. I feel that too. I, I feel like everyone. I feel like that's the great. That's the best way to experience those parks. Yeah. You just kind of take your time, you know. Try the food. Get a drink visit some of the animals that they have there ride a couple rides and it's just it's it's such a vibe yeah because because generally when we go we speed all right what is the top three (laughs) or we get the credits we haven't been there and then what's the top three we marathon Uh those until we drop and then exactly so that's why like 
at least I have changed a bit in realizing what type of parks I'm walking into now. Instead of trying to be like, oh, this park is bad because it didn't fit what I or what I was going in there for first. I'll be seeing what the parks are like. I guess their vibe is now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, like, I could I could see SeaWorld. I could see people liking SeaWorld now. Last year, I would have just not agreed, which is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> So. I think as enthusiasts, you know, we we all have our own expectation of, of what we like, mm-hmm. and, you know, just that 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 mentality. Um, and it kind of sometimes can make us be closed minded to really experiencing the park. Oh, yes. <laughs> and that's one thing that I had to kind of change my mindset on a little bit as well, um, because at first, like five years ago, I would have been like visit SeaWorld for what? four coasters are you kidding me right now i you know my home park is cedar point like no go big or go home (laughs) but i i really Exactly. Can you hear me fine? Can you hear me fine? All right. Let's see. Let's see. Hello. Hello? Yeah, there was just a weird internet stuff. Just cause, but oh, we I'm basically, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got the very, we got basically you saying how expectations with enthusiasts with their being closed-minded with certain things that they like. Which I had to, yeah, I literally had to learn that myself. And then like, I, and for me now, whenever like it's to the point where someone will be like, they'll have say. I've never seen this yet, surprisingly, but let's say if Guazi is, like, at 20 out of their 25, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, that's a really good place. It's still an elite, you know? Like, But the people will see, like, oh, you don't have my number one, or this ride they see Dave as, like, super high. They're like, okay, like, what? what's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but for me, I don't know. It's like, as long as it's within a range, yes. Now, if you're saying, like, what, like, I haven't seen that. I don't think anyone will say Guazi is, is, is low tier. But let, let's say, like, once I have, like, people say, Antimonator 305 is mid. That's when I'm like, that has to be a preference thing. That, yeah, definitely. <laughs> because I haven't even written it yet, and I'm just like, wait a minute. Like, I'll, I'll defend I-305, <laughs> and I, I have yet to ride it. So, <laughs> I think yeah. it is. I think that, you know, it might just be a little bit too intense yes. for for a lot of people um the public i i can see that being a thing already just because of the sheer amount of you know people that ride it year to year now, um and the, i will say 
I went on a random Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, this past week, and Airtime Mike has already has always been saying you you you're familiar with Airtime Mike, right? Yep. Yep. He's always been saying because that's Home Park too, that Intimidator being the GP doesn't like Intimidator is a lie, and I agree with him. Mm-hmm. And Wednesday was a perfect example because. It was down for the basically the whole day because of wind. It was just like gusts that were just too windy. Like all the rides are above like 250 were down. So hmm. by the time it did open, around like maybe 6, 630. Keep in mind, the park is open till 9 now, but most of the people are gone at this point. <laughs> Twisted Timbers went from a 60-minute queue to a walk-on. And Intimidator went to a 60-minute queue. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> And I, I have a video of the line, too. I'm like, that happened all within 30 minutes. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. maybe at first it was too intense. Because I wrote it when I first, 2010, it was too intense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm saying yeah, that as an enthusiast, it was too intense. Uh, <laughs> now, because, and then obviously it had that, it had that media where it's like, oh, people are blacking out on it. Or people are literally passing out on it. And for a few yeah. years, that stuff's going to linger from 2016 till now, I GP love that ride. I, I hear GP, they, they don't even know any other rides. They go to Kings Dominion, they go to Cedar Point, maybe maybe Carowinds every three years or so, but they mm-hmm. still they still say they love Intimidator. Like I've talked to random people all the time, random travel people from Florida, you know, like that'll travel here. And be like, yeah, there are no rides like this in Florida. <laughs> I, remember, I remember that specifically. You said that. You said there are no rides like this in Florida. And I'm like, I feel that. So, yeah. I mean, that's a good thing, though. I'm, I'm glad to hear that, you yeah. know, more of the GP are, is starting to gravitate towards towards it because I feel, I feel like that helps in the long run as well. I would love to see more coasters like I-305. Yes. I would love to see more intensity. Um, <clears throat> I, I love what Intamin is doing with, like, the new gen coasters, but at the same time, I, I still need my intensity. I, I need yeah. I need y'all to pick it back up. I need y'all to, <laughs> to revisit that. I need, I need Skyrush again, please. Thanks. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I need those. So so hopefully hopefully over time, you know, that'll that'll allow them to believe and to see that, you know, we still there is still room for coasters like that. Uh, so I guess now, what are some of your favorite events or memories riding rides? could be like literally mm. a bcs meetup it could be an ace it could have been a random park event like a uh, grand carnival or like you know the food and wine festival uh, haunt or it could have just been a, a literally a random time before you were an enthusiast that made you enthusiast Whatever gotcha okay so um i will definitely say my my favorite holiday one of my favorite holidays is halloween so i love haunts mm-hmm. um I unfortunately have not been able to go to as many. I go to more haunted houses than actual parks <laughs> um, just because, you know, it's more so on the weekends and I didn't have availability. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did go to uh, Geog Lake when they had, you know, their haunt. And I was finally able to get to Cedar Point for their Halloween weekends <laughs> uh, last great. year. Oh, you it went last was... year? But uh, When did you go last year? Yeah. So I went last year in September. It was probably the what? second or third week that they started. Yeah, that is crazy. I went with Yolanda, because <laughs> like, I because I went with RSC the first week, like that first Thursday uh, and Friday. Wow, that's that's crazy. Like that's so crazy. Yeah. We went on a Thursday too. Wait, no, it was a Friday. Yeah, because it was a Friday. All I gotta say was 
going those early like weeks it those are the only times you're going to be able to get like rerides at cedar yes. points because yes let me tell you the first night we got four rides on steve in 20 minutes that, oh that's that is unheard of <laughs> that is unheard of like we were walking shred up to the metals shred up to the station on steel I, vengeance <laughs> that's crazy i even with like even with fast lane oh yeah I think I've done Steel Avengers maybe at the most four times in a day. <laughs> yeah. That, our next day, that was essentially it. We got four times and got lucky with two, uh, two extra rides because we just camped <laughs> the last, like, rides of the night. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, we, that, yeah. Wow. That was crazy. That's, uh, I that's recommend awesome. going first week <laughs> of Halloween Kids, like, the first day or two. Okay. Uh, now, the okay. ambience is kind of mid because, like, not everyone's there. Uh, yeah. and not and nowhere near as smoky, but that Friday was fine. That Friday was it was all, it was all uh turned up. So that's awesome. I think the the week that we went, I was, <clears throat> we it was definitely I wouldn't say like super packed, but they did have all of the people there. Um, you know, Frontier Town was definitely I couldn't see anywhere. I couldn't see my hand in front of me as much smoke oh, as yeah, they had perfect. out there. <laughs> <laughs> Frontier Town doesn't the boat. I love it because over Steve, you literally see it pouring over like uh, with the transfer track on Steve. Oh man, that's how much smoke they were pumping. <laughs> and I was like, all right, that's what I was missing on Thursday because you look over on yeah. Steve, you just see the park shrouded. I, I love, I love the ambience of parks in Haunt. That's I agree. so crazy. That's so crazy. And uh, one little, one little, I'd say a piece of advice. If you do go to Cedar Point for Halloween for their haunts, do not do blood on the bayou unless you are ready to walk at least three miles because that is how long it is. Holy crap. And there is no exit. <laughs> there is no exit along the lines. You have to go all the way through and go all the way back the same way that you came. And it's not really a haunt. It's more so like a little trail. That's um, cool. <laughs> but I did this as my last thing after walking around the park for the entire day and didn't know it was that long. When you I tell basically you, I walked so... around the park again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like you just did an it encore. Was so, I felt so disrespected. <laughs> I really did. I was so bad. I was just like, I'm ready to go at this point. <laughs> So don't do blood on the bayou unless you are ready to walk because that is all that it is. I felt like I was on a treadmill. Yeah, I actually but, did not know um, that. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Blood on the bayou. There's been like running jokes about how long that freaking trail is. It's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, Cedar Point, Hollow Weekends for their hunt. Amazing. Um, the Food and Wine Festival at... SeaWorld Orlando was really, really awesome as well. Um, just to be able to try. They had food from everywhere. Mm-hmm. I need to try it at different seas parks. Like, because I obviously try here at my own one at Bush Gardens Williamsburg. Mm-hmm. You see Will post about it all the time. He getting in the oh, traps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, I need to try it at Bush Gardens Tampa as well and like SeaWorld San Diego because they're at every single one and I think they all have different selections. Like, they novel do. items for you know that park so yeah i'm very interested uh, i tried a little Definitely. bit at tampa before like two okay. or three items but um yeah williamsburg i've I literally had drink items their drink items were really they were really mm. nice we had a <clears throat> they had drinks where they had like these light up cubes in them as well really fancy looking 
<clears throat> um, I didn't try the food. I was just so enthralled uh, at all of the roller coasters. That's where the yeah. enthusiast really took over me that day. And um, I, I, it's so sad. But when I get into the park, I kind of forget to eat. Oh, I, I, I do too. <laughs> it's gotten to the point where like I have to make sure I eat a big meal before. Like yeah. if I know it's like if I'm out of town, especially like if it's a new park, I'm like I do not want to eat. I want to experience everything. Let me eat big before and then eat after. Let's get yeah. out of the way. Like seriously, it, and it it doesn't matter what park I'm at. Like Cedar Point, I went there for like the at least two hundredth time. And as we're out there, you know, the people in my group were like, "Oh yeah, let's get something to eat." And I'm like, "Oh right, we do eat. <laughs> we're human. Okay, yeah, let's 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 try to eat something." Honestly, the meal um, plan might have been the best <laughs> thing for me to do to force myself to eat. <laughs> like it, it like me like well i mean it's been four hours might as well right and, and it's like that's true and it's that's good true. now so it's like when i go to the park now i'll have that in mind i'm like i am able to get actual food at the park oh that's perfect and now, i will say people are people might gas it up too much like they sort of like gourmet like restaurant quite like mm-hmm. it's good like you're not gonna just begin like just some Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Yeah, and, bottom of the barrel type stuff. Yeah, but like, <laughs> like when they like, they have their actual restaurants like Grand and Grill and Firehouse Barbecue now at Kings Dominion. That's that, that, that. I would say that's like when you walk into like a Mission Barbecue or something. Uh huh. It's like food like that. Now it's not like super yeah. restaurant quality. I, like you're like going down and you're getting a waiter, but you're still, you know. It kind of. I, I feel you on that. I, I feel like it kind of reminds me of like uh like food truck. Yes. Uh, now, also shout out <laughs> to Buzzbars for this. More food trucks in parks, please. I would love that. Uh, Hershey Park was doing I it. Would absolutely. Last love year, that. And even if they were on contract with the park. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, cause gen- I would just only get food at the food trucks. No offense, but food truck <laughs> food is just so so good, and it's always cheaper. It's always cheaper when it it's is. in the. Uh, so I'm like. Why am I just not going to the food truck? That's probably why they don't have it. They know they just, <laughs> they just know. Oh yeah, they would they would uh, make a way to where tacos would literally be like fifteen dollars. <laughs> yeah, like at Hershey, basically the food truck was like they had one actual food truck. The rest of it was like desserts and snacks. Mm. There, I forgot. Yeah, work does Hershey Park. Park have actual like food there? I imagine that it's just nothing but sweets. So I need to go there and get their actual food, but like their sweets are very good. But I. They have the chocolates here, and we're going to continue on to your, the last one, because this tangent has got... <laughs> gotcha. Granted, this is this whole podcast, it's, it's this tangent, <laughs> so... But, yeah, like, I tried... It's called the chocolatier. They they have a lot of food that has chocolate in it, so you can get, like, mm. chocolate, like, barbecue chocolate wings, and, like, chocolate... I forgot what exactly the burger was, like, but, like, chocolate basically on your burger, and it's, like, a certain oh, wow. sauce that's, like kind of works and like so yeah, two of my friends got more normal ish i guess things because they got wings <laughs> and then he got a burger and then the burger he said he halfway through he started it was great and then each bite got worse <laughs> the mm. wings were, were the best i guess they were just like they just kind of tasted like barbecue wings they really did taste like chocolate i got um so they were chocolate wings yeah chocolate barbecue wings i got gotcha. chocolate mac and cheese Oh, what? It was uh, the I worst mistake I've had in my life. <laughs> I, I had three bites, and it tasted like baby throw-up. Mm. So 
And then the the waitress came over. I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm like, just give me the chicken Alfredo, no oh, chocolate. No, <laughs> no chocolate. <laughs> I don't even think there was no chocolate, chocolate in it. I I think that was a chocolate free, but I just wanted to be sure because I was like, good god. That Kudos was... to you for trying that though. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, just venturing out. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. That's because I'm like Will. Like Will says, you know, if I'm gonna get something at a park, it's merch or food. I want to try something I haven't tried before. Exactly. And, yeah. Can't get it anywhere else. Yeah. And. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely tried it um i will say the shakes there it is you will look at the price and be like why is it almost 20 dollars for a shake but then you'll oh get it God. and you'll realize there is at least 12 snacks or desserts inside that shake like you're not gonna finish it Christ. <laughs> so the desserts there yeah like the desserts are are gas like you're not gonna so have any issue definitely cavity central sounds oh, yeah. like you're gonna <laughs> you might need to just have some listerine at all times with you there. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, I'll come prepared. Uh, a travel brush, you know, some floss. Sounds about right. <laughs> all right. Um, the one other park I won't I won't get into like really big detail with it because I know we might be pressed for time. Um, but Knott's Berry Farm. Oh, that's a huge bucket list park for me. Oh yeah, huge. it is. It's gorgeous. Boysenberry everywhere. Um, just an amazing park. It's, it, and it the fact that it just fits on a city block <laughs> mm -hmm. is... Oh, I it, love it. It's so it's charming amazing. because of that for me. Like It really is. Because it is it one really of the is. oldest theme parks. Like, it's, 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 you wouldn't even be able to tell. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's gorgeous. And Ghost Rider is amazing. Absolutely amazing. Oh, right. So last thing here. And it's the funnest one of them all. Hottest okay. takes. What, what what things do you see going around that you just do not agree in the community? You just, you know, like, just are like, yeah, actually that ride's mid, or, you know, this place kind of mid, or this experience, I don't see all the hype. And mm. for, for example, for me, uh, Millennium Force is mid, and I will stand on that, uh, <laughs> I will stand on that forever, uh, <laughs> forever. Oh, uh, it, it's nostalgia bait. <laughs> Okay, so Millie is my baby. So, um, <laughs> now listen, I know I step on toes when I say that opinion, but it's just. I I mean I I I feel I feel where people are slightly coming from, um, just because of the simple fact that they may feel like it doesn't do much. But for me, I like the speed of Millennium Force, and it was the first of its kind. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm like, exactly. I, I see it for that. Millie too. walks really so that other coasters can yep. run. Yep. And that's why I always feel like it will always have the the res like the support from me and the respect from me. So like when people are like, oh, Millie, I'm like, mm, mm. but <laughs> <laughs> I, w I won't I won't kill you for it. I won't kill you for it. Um, the one thing that I think that I might have that's a little controversial to other people is the fanboys for B&M. Oh, my God. That oh, my God. I love this take. No, continue, please. Oh, my God. Continue. And the only reason why is just because it's like, I if, if you love B&M, absolutely. The, the, like, the most coasters, the most amount of coasters that I've ridden um, have been B&M coasters, but that's just because there's so many of them. Um, and I <laughs> guess you could say that they're slightly versatile because they have so many different types of B&M coasters. But <sighs> honestly, I think that they're predictable. Yes. They really are. I mean, they just made a new take on Pipeline, which is this amazing stand-up coaster. Like, we haven't done that before. No slight to B&M. Um, I love y'all. <laughs> but, yeah. But, 
at the end of the day, Innovate. I just feel like a lot of the BNM fanboys and fangirls, they they are so heavily they're so heavily enthralled in BNM and my my worst thing is like I don't mind you being a fanboy for BNM, just don't like shit on other manufacturers because you feel as though BNM is so much more better. They're, they're uh, the first every ones. manufacturer you know they all have their their pros and their cons yeah and i don't feel like anyone is better than the other <laughs> intimate <laughs> but i'm just putting it out there like you know i just feel like they're always like oh b&m is the best and it, it's it's just uh top tier and nothing else tops that well they'll, like, they'll use the facts of like there's the most and uh reliability and i'm like they're the most and i'm like listen 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 <laughs> y'all so the reason why Intamin is always in the chat is because the reason why everyone talks about Intamin breaking down is because those are the standouts in the park. Mm-hmm. When is there a B&M besides Carowinds where that's a standout in the park? <laughs> that, that, that's all that I'm going to say. I just want you guys to think about that really quick. Out of all the parks you guys go to, besides Carowinds, when is a B&M the standout of the park? And I mean, like, really, like, really, really standout. Yes. I'm not talking about, like, like, like Tatsu, maybe. Or... Like, I can see, because a lot of people, like, Tatsu here is really good. Like, Tatsu oh, yeah. And then Hulk, but you have Velocicoaster in the same park. <laughs> so, like, that's what so I mean. So, that took its rain. That took its rain, right? Exactly. Right. Like, Hulk is amazing, <laughs> but that's what I mean. And then you had Gwazi and Bush Gardens Tampa now. Like, okay. Yeah, especially once RMC entered the chat. It was just kind of like, that's all she wrote. So, <laughs> I agree with you when you say that, because... <laughs> so, like, the reason why people get mad... Oh. They get mad they can't ride Top Thrill, they get mad Velocity because they want to ride it and it's an elite ride. Like, mm-hmm. they, it, it's like, I get it. I get it 100%. <laughs> but you can't be saying, oh, you're going to be building intimates anymore and over liability when the ride is world class. So, that's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. There. I, I completely agree. <laughs> like, you you took the words out right out my mouth. I'm using that the next coaster argument I get into. <laughs> no, I'm seriously, it's infallible. I haven't, I haven't found any, any weakness in it yet. It's been really funny. <laughs> that's, and you know what? It's so funny because when they talk about intimate, that's the only thing they say. Oh, it's unreliable, and it's like there's nothing else that you can say that, you know. I'm like, you're still waiting for it. Your purpose for, you know, disrespecting intimate. Um, that's it. That's the only thing that you can say because intimate is just. I mean, it's that girl or that guy, whatever intimate wants to be. I they like are, they are them. Like that's, <laughs> like, that's that's them. Like intimate. Like that's just. Mm. Well, I appreciate the soapbox and intimate. Truly, I did not expect it to devolve into that. But uh, <laughs> man, no, I. I feel like that's the hottest take. <laughs> no, I actually haven't heard anyone say specifically calling out the B and M fanboys because yeah. they exist. They really do. They do. They'd be like, oh, they it's do. so smooth. They so smooth. There. That's the one thing I hear from B&M fanboys. And I'm like, <laughs> any sort of rattle on rides from them? Oh, it's a little rough. <laughs> <laughs> any sort of, like, smin the, the wheels a little bit, like, maybe just, you know, about to read your service life. Oh, that was a little bit of a rough ride. <laughs> Man, I might, I I might move that down my rankings. Especially about, like, Raptor. I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The only time I'll give it to them is, like, King's Island, because there's something wrong with their foundation. Like, all of their rides rattle. So, mm. yeah. Like, but thank you for the hot takes and the discussion. This was supposed to be 15 Absolutely. to 20, but we're just turning to an amazing talk overall. 
I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I, I thank you and appreciate you. This is this is a great talk. I feel like people are going to love this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But so where can they find you, Lord? Uh, they can actually find me online. <clears throat> um, I have social media. I am on Facebook as just Lauren Randolph. Um, I also have a YouTube and Instagram. It's called She's for the Thrills. Oh, I didn't even S-H-E-S- know you had a four number four the thrills yes i do um i have not just because i've been a working woman i haven't been on there um as often as i would like to be but any type of coaster content amusement park content all of that stuff videos pictures <laughs> anything to that nature if you guys want to follow me you're more than welcome to all right go, go ahead like i said she'll probably talk coaster with you all day and uh <laughs> crap on bnm if, if you really have to <laughs> Um, so look, I love BNM. I just want to put that out there. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just throwing you under the bus now. For, for any trolls that would have come around, and be like, BNM here. Ah, but no. But th- again, Lauren, thank you again for being awesome, getting on the cast, talking with me, uh, talking Absolutely coasters, so and awesome. shouting out Black Coast Society because yeah, it's the main reason for all this. But this turned into an amazing little mini sode, honestly. Truly. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Um, like I said, I always support. <clears throat> um, I really think that it's amazing that you, you know, you even have this podcast. Um, and I, you know, I hope it, I hope it goes well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really do. I, like, this might've been the cleanest episode we have had. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that's probably a plus for all the listeners. So guys, <laughs> if y'all can't listen to all of this, go ahead and give Lauren a follow. And give the cast a follow at the High Rollers DMV uh, on our Instagram as well. And now on Twitter. Uh, But go ahead. Catch y'all next time in the actual episode. Peace out. Stay homie. Awesome. Y'all take care.